0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Hi, I'm Neil Anderson. Welcome back to Return to Real, the health and fitness podcast where we try to keep it all the way on it. Weird, weird two weeks. Two weeks ago, we had a great podcast, took off, had another person scheduled for next week. KSL calls me like, this is probably a bad idea. And I'm like, am I fired? I deserve it for sure, but am I fired? They're like, no. Um, the governor's ask us not to get together face-to-face, and from now on, we prefer that we do these things kind of via the phone. And so today, we're broadcasting via phone, and I've got one of my favorites, one of my mentors, so one of the people that's meant the most to me um, in in my career, Dan John on as a guest. Hi, Dan. You know, Neil,
2: you couldn't have picked a better title than Return to Real uh, for this particular podcast. Uh, wow. As we wake up the day after an earthquake and we're in the middle of the virus, and God, and God bless all of us for taking it seriously. And I'm so happy to see so many people, you know, staying home, staying uh, home. So many people are talking about eating vegetable soup and uh, getting extra (laughs) sleep and going for walks, and I'm getting all this. I just had someone offer to pay for 10 memberships to my online site to help other people around the world. I mean, come on, man. Sometimes it takes the worst to bring out the best. So that's my message for Return to Real today. I should tell you some things that have happened since the last time you were on. Um,
1: I have gotten more real. I've gotten more real. Like I've done more stuff since you were on. So before you took off last time, you spent some time with me, and you sat there and you went over this thing called shark decisions, and I loved it. And then you drew up a paragraph. It was even illustrated. You drew sharks for me. And then you drew... You drew this thing that you called a pirate map, and yeah. since we're kind of all in that now, I think we're all just struggling at this point for some semblance of normalcy. And I thought, you know what? I wonder if you would take the time. Wonder if I could talk Dan into taking the time. Walk us through his thoughts on, on like, sharp decisions. Walk us through his thoughts on making a pirate map. And since the day that you and I talked. Lindsay and I sit down every morning, we make a pirate map, and one of my favorite things on Earth now is going through and
2: checking those things off. And I answer let's my cat. Okay, so let's separate that out just a little bit, but let's start with the first one. So shark habits, okay? Shark habits come from dining hall. So the idea is one bite and they're gone. Big shark, one bite, poof, it's gone. So anything that's not necessarily your goal, and boy, that can be just about anything, Neil. But for example, um, when you emailed me, do you want to be on the show? I said yes. Yes or no? Yes. Uh, if you invite me to your wedding, you send me an invitation. I check. Yes, I'll be there. Chicken sandwich. And then I'll go online and buy a gift for you. It's not that it's unimportant. It's just that anything that can be done in yes, no decision, that's a shark cap. Yes, I'm going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. So what I try to do in my life is, like, for example, I answer all my own emails, all my phone calls. Uh, and I says, why don't you have an assistant? Or because my answers are usually yes or no. Here we go. Thank you so much. So... I believe that a menu is a shark habit. So on Monday night, traditionally, we had steak and dinner. Tuesday was something we called Viking and Thursday was uh, 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 jambalaya. And the, uh, Wednesday was jambalaya. Thursday was breakfast for dinner. And my kids probably had that menu for bulk of their life. So I never had to think about what to shop for when we went to the store. And we just had to replenish those supplies. When the girls got a little older, I started with a breakfast menu. So very often maybe it was two days a week they wake up with oatmeal, uh, high protein oatmeal that I made overnight, or I would make a, I said, a little egg dish or whatever. But it was always the same thing. Um, white laundry we do on Monday, dark laundry we do on Tuesday. Here's here's why you do that meal: is that if you see your white laundry bag uh, overflowing and it's Thursday. You don't even think about it because that's a mundane chore. So that's what shark habits are. Shark habits are those little things in life that simply need a yes-no. When the dental hygienist says, can I make a, an appointment for you in four months, you say yes. And you just put it on your calendar and you turn around and walk away. You don't think about it again until three months and 30 days later, they get the phone call reminding you to come in the next day. Pirate maps are a little different than a to-do list, though. You uh, uh, know. Wait, before you do there, before you go there, I want to go back there. I need to discuss this.
1: This means a lot to me. Like these shark habits really have changed my life. In two weeks, I can't believe what this has done. And I have to make an observation. In the last two weeks, with the, the proliferation of this COVID nineteen thing, with the yeah. earthquake yesterday, I've seen a yeah. lot of fear. I've seen a lot of fear, and I boiled down the fear to several things. One, yes, we're all worried about our mortality, for sure. But I think if we all had a real long stop and think about it, it feels to me like if we did that, we'd all get that these are not things that we can by and large control. A little, we can put some stuff into it. But when it's your time, man, it's your time. And so I love the thought that What makes most sense to me is the fear that I'm seeing out there with the panic buying and the panic this and the panic that, it feels to me like it has to do with a lack of decision-making. Let's not say ability, because I think everybody has the ability, but they're not making those decisions. And I think that they're putting things off more out of fear and confusion uh, rather than just going with their gut and doing like what you've instructed me to do and just say, yes, or no. I'll so not. And it saying, feels to me like that's an answer to some of this
2: fear out there. Oh, it's absolutely... When, uh, when both of my daughters, their work has required them to be at home, and since uh, they've always worked with the public, they're both asked to be, you know, in, kind of in shelter, okay? And so yeah. my wife and I... So my wife has been sent home to her job, and it's like, so here's my response. Okay. I'm at home. All I did was shark habit that decision. I didn't put any judgment in on it. I didn't let it hurt. And I made, I've made the best of the decision. Uh, in the few days, I've, re- uh, we had three older toilets in the home and we replaced all three of the toilets. Uh, I've I've <laughs> raked, raked the lawns. I have written a lot. I've given a lot of podcasts. I've, I've worked out every day because what I did was instead of going, okay, I've been asked, as a, as a good citizen, to shelter in place. So as a good citizen, a per, not a subject, I'm not a subject to a king or queen, I'm a citizen, I have, I'm a person of this community, okay, I'm going to do it. Tomorrow. And others may choose not to, but I'm not going to waste my time and my energy, my focus, worrying about people on spring break in Fort Lauderdale. I'm not going to. I, I don't think you're doing a wise thing, but I'm not gonna judge you. So so sometimes shark habits get you through the worst. Um you know, if your children have the flu and you have to stay home, uh you don't make that decision matrix at all. well, I'm a just no. You stay when your kids are throwing up on you, you stay home and you keep cleaning up things. Uh, so shark habits is a wonderful way. It's sounds dispassionate. And there's a bit of that. But, like, for example, when you invited me to the wedding, that wedding is very important to you. And the kindest, nicest thing I can do for you is to let you know I'm coming and buy that gift for you. So it sounds dispassionate, but there's often a lot of kindness in making decisions quickly and swiftly. Right, There could be
1: nothing more disappointing or nerve-wracking than that young bride, this is what you'd explain to me, and I can so identify with this, than that young bride who sent out 200 invitations, and so far she's only got 50 back and really doesn't know how much food she needs to order, how how much space she needs, how many chairs she needs, how many play sets she needs, etc., The kindest thing that you can do is relieve that person and just give them a yes or a no. And then on yours and my end, we just work to make that yes or no work. Don't make her success my yes.
2: Yes. And so I know this. If I do have the virus, I have no idea. I know right now no one's getting it from me. Yeah. And And I'm not a hero. I'm just saying, folks, I said, okay. And i tell you one thing, if you're a leaf near my house, you're in trouble because I've got extra time to de-leaf my neighborhood, okay? The leaves are <laughs> suffering. I looked out the window. I could see it shake just now. Yes. I can
1: make decisions. I love that. Thank you for sharing those dark habits with me. My, my thought is that health goes beyond the physical. I do want to talk about the physical for sure today. Um, but health goes beyond the physical. And right now I'm struggling a little mentally. I I would say, I would say emotionally, I'm struggling. I'm so far out of my rhythm. I'm so far out of my routine that I think I'm struggling. I'm only four days into this. It's pathetic, really, but that's where I'm at. I'm just going to own that. That's the truth. But I can tell you that some of the things that are helping me the most are the two things that you and I went over. And so I wanted to share that with folks on the podcast today. Shark habits, say yes say no, mean it, and work to make that yes or that no happen. I love that.
2: So so one thing I can do that help almost everybody is, for example, most of your listeners probably have monthly things they want to do. It can be as simple as in November you're going to set up your Thanksgiving, in December you're going to set up your Christmas, uh, sometime in January you're going to break down Christmas. Get out a piece of paper and start charting your monthly things you need to do. If you have a swamp cooler in a few weeks, you're going to want to take that swamp cooler and get ready. Sometimes September, October, November, you want to take it down. And what's interesting because checklists are shark habits. And I'm going to tell you, tax is going to come around every year on April 15th. You can't be surprised when it happens. So make a little shark habit on February 1st. You put all your paperwork in a folder for your taxes. Uh the second week of February, you, the next step, it doesn't matter. So for me, checklists, uh, menus, things like that. Those are shark habits in action. A chores list is a shark habit in action. I do white laundry on Monday. And boy, I tell you, Neil, it frees your brain, Pam. Uh, cause you're not always, you're not looking for things to do. You're doing things you're supposed to be doing. Well, that's a life lesson right there. Um, go right. And then there's going to be
1: way less fear in your life. Yeah, please. And so now your pirate maps, it must go directly. That seems like a perfect uh, perfect so segue. What a,
2: pirate, what a pirate map is, is this. It is, you have this thing you want to do. It's your road to success. So for me, it's a real simple one. What I want to dance at my granddaughter Josephine's right. She's going to turn six here pretty soon. People in my family don't live there very long, as I noted last time. My brother died uh, last June. We're going to celebrate the 40th anniversary of my mom's uh, death here very shortly. And so, I say one thing about my mother: God bless her. She lost three brothers in the 1918 Spanish flu. She lost a lot of family members wow. in World War II and in the Depression. Of course, my dad, her husband went off and fought in the Pacific Theater in World War II for a long time, and then three of her sons went off to Vietnam. So when you look at what's going on right now, a, a good thing for me to think about is my mom, who lost brothers and family members to war, to disease, to all kinds of things. And she was one of the – She would, her biggest fear was polio because so many of her friends had been affected with it. So at these times, I think about someone like my mother and my father, uh, abandoned as a child uh, in Canada, that I grew up, joined the United States Army, God bless you Al John. But I think about those kind of people. And if I were to sit down with my mom right now and say, Mom, I have to sit in my house and watch Netflix and Disney Station and <laughs> old movies while I drink fresh water in a warm home with a voice stocked gym she would probably slap me across the face and say something simple as, you know, it's just not that bad, you know? So I, I take a lot of strength uh, in the story of my parents right now, to be honest with you. Um, I so- think I've even seen that
1: meme this week, Dan. So I think I saw that meme. It's like telling ma- grandma and grandpa um, how hard it is to shelter in place, you know, and then they cheer up and go, yeah, we went to war. is <laughs> a different thing. And I don't mean yeah. to undercut it. Like, we really are. This is this is tough, but there's a little
2: perspective probably that needs to be had, you know? And that, I, actually, that's why I believe in shark habits so much. So with the pirate map, what this is, is that you have this process goal that you want. Uh, what I mean by that, there's, uh, if you want to get a, a bachelor's degree, the process, you have to apply to school, you go to class, you take tests, you write papers, right? If there's a process. So, for me, for example, if I want to live another 20 years or so, there are certain steps that I know statistically that are going to help me. First off, I have this thing called sleep ritual. Uh, Every night before I go to bed, I make a to-do list. Now, real quick, here's the important thing, Neil. You've got to separate a to-do list from a pirate map. A to-do list is when I take a piece of paper and I write down podcasts with Neil podcast with Brian, uh great Papers, uh Rake Leaves, okay? That's a to-do list. A pirate map's a little different. Pirate map is this. It's when I tell you go to St. John's Island, find the white coconut tree, take seven paces to the west, dig down, and there's the treasure. So a pirate map is a very simple list. Three, five, I've seen eight work but usually three, five, eight, three and five are the best, where you do this daily thing and you do it 365 days, you do it for 10 years, you do it for 20 years, and magically, you get to your goal. So for me, my sleep ritual starts off with making tomorrow's to-do list and consciously trying to quiet down. Last night we went to at eight o'clock, uh, which I thought was delightful. Um, Number two, on my... Own. It gives I, me... i, I got to tell
1: you something right now. That gives me anxiety. Sleep is one of my biggest enemies. For me, I struggle the hardest with sleep. I, as soon as as soon as the sun starts going down, my heart starts to beat because I have struggled with sleeping all my life. Anyway, well, to hear somebody went to ahead. bed at 8 p.m., A, I admire that. I can't believe that happens in the world. But P, it makes me nervous. Oh, my gosh, i got to start worrying about sleep at 8?
2: Unbelievable. Well, for me now, I had to train myself to sleep well. Um, between concussions and some other issues, I struggled with sleeping for so a long time. So I started doing those uh, sleep meditation tapes, and the thing that helped me the most, Neil, was I would do a sleep tape with the conscious decision not to fall asleep, but to listen through the sleep tape all the way through. It was weird. By deciding not to fall asleep, I soon train myself to fall asleep almost any time, any place. Yeah, so, I had a little um, success with that myself sometimes. Yeah, so I use a couple of products to help me sleep. Uh, mostly audio day to help me sleep. Then number two, uh, and I got this from my friend Pat Flynn. I, when I wake up in the morning, I try to be grateful about something. And I use that So yes. if I wake up and I hate everybody, good chance I didn't get enough sleep. Right. So I wake up and I try to be grateful. Right now, I am extremely grateful. So, <laughs> it's going to sound like a weird meal, you know, but I'm so grateful for all the little Dan Johns in my life who went for walks, uh, ate quality food, exercised, uh, got their vitamin B, uh to lead a stress, not a uh, stressless life, and all those guys doing all that work for all those years have left me in pretty good shape at my age, able to handle this virus that's going around. So, I was very yeah. grateful this week for the decisions I made when I was nine and 11, 12 about worrying about my health. Um, the first yeah. thing I did, every, a, every is such a big piece of it. Hang on a minute,
1: Dan. So, we're going to go to break. Um, oh, we're on right. number two. First one. The way I understand it was we had um, we had you make a list at night and then in the morning you wake up with some gratitude. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I want to hear the rest of it. There's there's what three or four more?
2: Uh yeah. There's I
1: only have five. Okay. Well, well, we got three to go, and I can't wait to hear them, folks. You're listening to Return to Real. My guest today is Dan John, and I'm Neil Anderson. Hi, welcome back. Neil Anderson and Return to Real. My guest today is Dan John, uh, a real motivational person in my life. Just today I need it probably more than ever in terms of being shut in now for four days. It's only four days, Dan. I've only been shut in for four days and I'm already trying. I'm already reeling. I'm already trying to find ways of getting out. But I love the thoughts that We're being good citizens. We are not subjects. We're doing this of our own free will, and I think there's some victories that we can take in that. And we're improving our health today. We're talking about shark habits. They've been a lot to me in the last couple of weeks. Please go back and listen to that first segment to listen to what a shark habit is. And now Dan's going into his pirate map. It's different than a to-do list. And we got through our first and second one. Talk to me a little bit about um, the difference one more time.
2: Okay, so a to-do list is, by the way, to-do lists have great value. In my case, it reminds me of what I need to do. But what it, what it does best, and by the way, folks, I'm a big believer in writing this down. Now, I also have the, uh, I have the telephone where I can make notes, but there's something about, I, I have these small little booklets, I have these tiny little booklets, and I write down my to-do list. When I write down podcast with Neil, it's just like, it just goes right out of my head. It's written down. I'm not going to forget it. I don't have to keep reminding myself and it stops that squirrel that's running in my head from sprinting around all night. So after I do my to-do list, I start calming down for the night. So I get to sleep. Number two, my pirate map is I wake up and I try to be grateful. If I'm not grateful, then I have to ask myself, okay, what's going on here? Not enough sleep. What's going on? Um, Number three is every day I do a one minute meditation. There's an app called Aum, one moment meditation. It's free, but you could also just set your stopwatch for one minute. And, and people ask, me, well, wait, one minute, that's not nearly enough. Well, if you're not meditating now, one minute is a lot more than nothing. But the reason I find meditation so important, especially when I first start my day, is it's a reminder. When I do my one-moment meditation, my one-minute meditation, it reminds me about why I'm trying to do this stuff every single day. And the reason I'm trying to do these things every single day is because I want to dance at Josephine's wedding. Uh, she's five or six. That means we're looking 20 years down the road. Not many people in my family have lived that long, but I want to be there. Uh, number four, every day, now number four is exercise. Every day I do a mobility program called Original Strength, and then depending on the day of the week, I either train at home here or I train at the gym. But I exercise anywhere from 45 minutes to about an hour and 10 minutes every single day. Uh, now, I do that for several reasons. One is because I love lifting weights. And two, I also know that the best investment I can make in my life right now is keep my lean body mass at a high level, keep my body fat low and keep my joints moving freely. And the last one, number five is kind of interesting. Very simple one. Uh, my friend, Josh Ellis taught me this one. Eat eight different vegetables a day. Now I didn't say eight servings, but you strive to eat eight different vegetables. Now I got to tell you at lunch, I've already had it. Um, I fasted until uh, noon today, and we had this massive vegetable soup with just a little bit of meat in it. I'll tell you one thing, Neil. <laughs> as terrible as this virus is, most people I know are eating better. Uh, so we had this wonderful vegetable soup with probably 50 different vegetables in it. I had two great bowls, and here I'm a couple hours later, and I'm still satiated. So it's one, two, three, four, five, and my goal, Neil, is to do that basically every single day for the next 20 years. And I shouldn't be surprised 20 years from now when I pop out of bed and be grateful one morning, put on a tuxedo and head over to a wedding. Wow. See, that's what's missing
1: right now. Structure in my life. I've gotten a lot better at it, but now that I'm home, you know, we had to close my gym. My gym's been going since 2010. Um, we had to close the other gym that I worked at, Salt Lake Tennis now. That's closed now. And so I've lost my routine. And this is helping me at time. I've, I've loved those shark habits, being able to go into a routine. I love too that for me, my shark habits are not my shark habits, my pirate map is changing a little. Cause what I thought was going to be important to have on there turns out isn't as important anymore. And now I'm starting to get kind of drilling it down to where yours are. I've got to do a little better with that grateful thing. Lynn and I, uh, my wife and I have sat around and really we'll sit in a circle. We've got these, um, this place in my living room. We'll sit in that circle and we'll, we'll look each other in the eyes and we'll tell each other a couple things we're grateful for. I love that. It really does open my heart. It makes me a little like, healthier person. You know, I've helped had people, me a ton. I've had people email me and say, well, I do a 15
2: minute Bible study, a 15 minute, uh, Prayer thing, I or I read good books for fifteen minutes. Now, here's the thing, I just you know, tell the audience before you get to fifteen minutes, try one minute first. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I often meditate. Oh, my wife, some my daughters uh, will laugh at me because when we're on vacation, I go in and meditate sometimes, and to them, it looks a lot like a nap. But then I defend myself. No, I was meditating. While you were of course meditating. you are. <laughs> but here's the idea. Of you know, course you are. So if you decide to wake up and be grateful and you do a short, for example, if you decide to have a short prayer or a short moment, you know, of whatever, start there and be happy about that. And over a year or so, that develops into 15 minutes of meditation, 15 minutes of prayer, 15 minutes of reading great books, 15 minutes of you know cleaning up the neighborhood. That's amazing too. But trust me on this: start, start small, and do it every day. Versus starting kind of big, failing, things come up. I have to tell you my story about that. Sure. I have to
1: tell you my story about that. So I've never meditated a day in my life before a couple of years ago. And a couple of years ago, I'm going through some, some things kind of personally, and I go driving past this sign. It was down in Sugar House, and there was a sign up, and it said, Meditation class tonight. Stop in. And I thought, this sounds fun. I, need, I just need a little bit of stress relief. I hear these are the places where you can go get stress relief. So I go walking in, and what happened was they were having an event. And the event, I come to find out later, the event was for very, very experienced meditators. So I go walking up to the desk. I've got my cash out. I'm ready to pay the lady. She says, hi, is this your first time in? I said, yeah. She goes, do you meditate regularly? And I lied to her. I'm like, oh, yeah. You bet I did. I meditate all the time. She knew. Meditators know. It's like exercisers. You're not going to tell Dan John that you exercise every day. He can look at you and know he can. So he was, you know, you just know the way Pearson carries themselves. You, you, you know. Sure. This lady looks at me up and down and she's like, uh huh. She goes, you understand that tonight we're doing two hours of guided meditation. I'm like, yep, yeah, sounds great. She's like, you understand that this is work. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for work. Cause I'm an exerciser, right? I can work. She's like, she, she did all she could do to talk me out of going in there. And I just was like, Oh, listen, I got this. What, what could be so hard about laying on the floor with a beautiful blanket? You know? So she rolls her eyes at me. I go walking in there. This is lady at the front of the thing. All she said were these words. She's like, if you find a channel today, go down it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? That's a weird thing to say to me. And then she starts chanting and playing some bowls and dinging on some things. And I got about five minutes into that thing. I was like, uh-oh. I'm way over my head because here's what happened. I go walking in that place. I go walking through the front. I'm a little like you. I'm going to go sit on the front row and absorb as much of it as I can. Well, the place was absolutely packed, and I had to step over about, oh, a dozen people before I got to the front. There were a couple hundred people in there. And now, I'm laying on the front row. I'm exactly five minutes in. I'm bored out of my mind. I have no clue what to do next. And I think, i got to get up and navigate to the back of this place and disturb all these people's meditations. I was stuck. Stuck. But, I got to tell you that night I did, I did meditate for the first time in my life and it was beautiful. Meditation. It's important. You got to do it. I'm so surprised when I hear great big guys like you, big, big throwers and lifters and that guys that throw steel around. I'm always surprised when I hear that guys like you do meditation.
2: You know, uh, of the people I tend to work with the most, um, meditation is a very important tool. Uh, when you work with a guy like Marty Gallagher, a great powerlifting coach, and one of the things that he, is one of the gifts he has for his powerlifters is teaching them to meditate because, it just, it, you. when I was in the second grade, uh, my instructor, Sister Maria Sumter, explained this balance, work, rest, play, and play. And she had this, uh, this compass up there. She said, the mistake a lot you are going to make is you're going to work too hard. Somebody's going to play too hard. Somebody's going to, you know... Her idea was that you have to keep those four compass points in balance. So I very carefully, when I decide to do more work in my life, I constantly make sure that I have to play more alone time, and more fun time, uh, playing time. So that's why when I started Highland Games, The Highland Games are a lot of fun. And so what it allowed me to do was compete to get out of fun. And so I think the idea was meditation would also be prayer, it could be alone time, it could be reading big books in some cases, it could be hanging out in nature in some cases. Uh, very often people will say, you know, that was oddly the missing link in what I was doing. It. I was doing the physical, I was doing the partying, but I wasn't taking any time to turn everything off and listen. I
1: want all my little mommies to hear that one more time. Because just that sit home and they're all in uber mom mode right now. Not their fault. They love their kids. They love their husband. They love their family and they love their jobs. But right now, we all got set home and now we're teachers. Now we're homeschooling. Now we're in charge of recess. Now we're in charge of exercise, entertainment, and education. Like, I know a lot of little mommies that are four days in that are like, this is the longest month of my life. I'm like, it's four days. (laughs) They, got to hear this, Dan. they got to hear everything that you add to your plate. That just meant a lot to me when you said it, so I'm going to repeat it. Everything that you add to your plate in terms of the work, you should be adding to your plate in terms of the rest, the play,
2: and the pray. Right. So, Dan, I think very honestly, um, that's what's missing. so when someone comes up to me and says, Dan, I want to lose 50 pounds of body fat, Okay. And they always want to work, 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 work. Well, it's not going to (laughs) work. That work, work, work ain't working. You need to make sure that you have some things tied into that goal, that there There has to be something fun in there somewhere. There has to be something that's going to make you more important to the community, more important, important to your family, and, of course, obviously, more important to yourself. Um, yeah, so that's, so when you tie the concept of, so if you will, this is the image I teach uh, my athletes, this, is that
0: mm-hmm.
2: the, the little island in the middle is, is the St. John's Island, that's your goal. But to get back and forth between the real world, which I call the land of live, laugh, and and your goal is you have to go through very treacherous waters. So I always joke with people it's great to have this goal, which build the real world, and I try to feel the real world with shark has. answer is yes, no is
1: not. I think I think that's the point. I think that's the exact thing I needed to get out of this podcast today. That's that's all that needed to be said, Dan. I wanted to get into all this stuff about exercise and wanted to get into nutrition. But the most important thing, I think, the takeaway today, I think, is um, create the habits. Get back to a structured lifestyle. Understand the importance of, of work, for sure. Nobody that listens to me or that comes to my place is short on work. Everybody knows work. But one of the things they're not so good on is the other three, right? They're not so good at play at pray at rest. So get some structure. Go listen to this podcast again. Listen to how Dan so eloquently puts these principles. The Shark habits, the pirate map, that you do lists are different and let's get back to organize and let's get happier faster. Dan John, how do I find you? How do I how do I find you to do your workouts to you get your information to see your podcast. In
2: fact, right now, because of the, because of the coronavirus, um, uh, the guy who runs the site and I, uh, we've decided to make it basically, we have to cut, we still have to charge something, but it's damjohnuniversity.com We still have a funny name, damjohnuniversity.com but... Uh, there's a free two-week trial, but right now, if you sign up for three months, it's only $30. Uh, basically, us just pays for stuff in the background. Uh, we, have, we have to hire people to do it. But uh, all you need to do is discount code for that is, all capital letters, CORONA. All capital letters, CORONA. But uh, even if you... And if you just want to read my work, you go to danjohn.net. Or just Google my name and we will find way too many things, okay? Yeah,
1: I've read all of them almost, and I admire every one of them. Thank you so much for jo- joining us today. I appreciate you, Dan. Well, let's do it again real soon, okay? Yeah, for sure. Folks, you've been listening to the Return to Real podcast right here on KSL. Um, my name is Neil Anderson, and I'm thanking you for being with us.